Aloha and welcome to Hawaii Ultra Show number 14. This is our interview with Melody Decker-Kale, a mother, a graphic designer, a race director, an athlete, trying to juggle many, many things during our show. So we appreciate this little insight into a uh, family's life uh, happening here with uh, the kids in the background, the keikis in the background. So please do enjoy. Aloha, we have Melanie Decker-Kale here with us today. Melanie, how are you? Great, thank you. Happy yeah. Sunday. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy that you're taking the time, uh, you know, to be able to share uh, not just your knowledge, but also your presence. I mean, I know the Zoom calls are either uh, very uh, frequent in people's lives or maybe they, they don't have too many of them, but I think it's great that we can actually, you know, kind of communicate and talk to each other. I literally don't know anything about you other than that you're a very fast runner. You've run hurt I don't know how many times. You've won races. You're a race director. So let's start with um, where did you, where were you raised? Where did you uh, uh, grow up? Uh, I grew up in New Jersey and I tell everybody, you know, people have these preconceived notions about New Jersey, but I actually did all the same sports there because I used to live, you know, right next to the beach. So, um, yeah, I would swim, um, cycle. I was a big mountain biker. Um, yeah. So I would run there, uh, trail run. There was great trail runs through, through parks. Um, definitely, you know, different trails than we have here, but I felt like when I visited here, I guess it, my first visit was about, um, 26 years ago mm -hmm. that this was the place for me. I could do all of my sports all year round and I was just sold on the people and everything about it. So I finally moved here 21 years ago. I was, um, a creative director in advertising in New York City. Oh wow! So, that must that yeah. must have been a, a little bit different, yeah. Yeah, I um, you know, I would basically plan vacations and then, you know, go back to work. And then as soon as I, you know, got home from the vacation, I visited Hawaii five times, and I was like, I have to go back. You know, it was just kind of an obsession. So I knew I had to kind of make the plan to come. So, um, anyway, well, well, it's I, funny. I actually had a, a college roommate, uh, when I went to school in, um, where was that? That was in Minnesota. Uh, when I was going to college there that he was from Jersey. So yeah, I've met a lot of people here that are from New Jersey. It's funny. Um, yeah. So kind of sold everything and made the move and so happy I did. I mean, I eventually met my husband here and we have three kids and, um, just kind of, you know, met everybody and started Soul Runners Hawaii, which is a group on Facebook. We have about 1,700 uh, people who have visited us before. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I didn't know that about that at all. So it's called Soul Runners? Soul Runners Hawaii. And I mean, it's not like an active group. We don't have, you know, many runs that we do. We do have a Friday Tantalus road run that we had before the pandemic, um, you know, that had to be put off. Um, but sometimes we'll do fun runs, um, on Oahu, but, um, it was mostly just to get people together and, you know, if they have any issues or they want to post something. Um, so that was, that's really fun to do, connect. Do they, do they post things like, well, what kind of shoes should I buy? Yeah, sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, running routes. Um, I would love it if more people, you know, got on there and said, Hey, I'm running, you know, Tuesday at three. Does any, is anybody available or something like that? But they seem to keep it more to shoe reviews and, um, you know, just things that are happening in the running community. And, you know, we have a lot of triathletes too. So, so, so when you were in that, you were, you, you did all that. Uh, so were you were a big uh, surfer person when you were back in Jersey and stuff? No, too? no, I actually was less of a water person and more of a land person, but we did spend, you know, lots of our summer at the beach. It was more swimming, but, um, 
yeah, I wasn't really, wasn't really into surfing. Even when I came here, I tried it and I didn't, you know, get bitten by the surfing, surfing bug. I'd rather be in the mountains. So, As, so uh, I'm not really good on my geography back East, but was the, were you near the AT at all? Um, no, no. No, okay. So, but, what um, what kind of yeah. hills, what kind of mountains did you have in Jersey, though? Or ma what mountains it's did hills. you access? When it's you more were? hills, but I mean, you can get some pretty good elevation, and it's really fun mountain biking too. You know, we don't have all the the crazy routes that we have here and the slippery rocks, so it's more um, dirt dirt paths. Super fun. And, and people have to understand that when we talk about roots here, we're not talking about our like our family roots, right? <laughs> We're talking yeah, about big, chunky things that can trip you if you don't lift up your feet or they can spin you off your bike sideways or, um, yeah, I would try to mountain bike when I first got here and I said, I refused to call myself a mountain biker because it was very different. <laughs> it was very scary dangling off the side of a cliff, made the wrong move. So, um, anyway, we have some really good trails that have developed since then. Um, when I moved, first moved here, there wasn't really many places you could bike it was more like hike a bike you know ride a little bit and take it off and get off and carry it but yeah 21 years ago I was actually in Oahu at the time I was working over at uh, Koala Basin Marine Mammal Lab oh cool which was just kind of getting towards closing up and stuff but yeah I spent a lot of time uh on the on the streets on it with a mountain bike and back when the bus drivers used to wave at you and you were just like some kind of strange creature on a bicycle yeah. Look at that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when you when when you're in Jersey and stuff, uh, can you remember what the like the first long race that you did, or did you just strictly? I actually wasn't a big racer. I mean, I did a half marathon, but actually that was in Bermuda. I raised money for um, a team and training, you know, for leukemia research, mm -hmm. and um, that was my first half marathon. And I actually traveled to Bermuda to, to run. So I wasn't, I wasn't really, I actually, my first race was when I moved here. I did the Honolulu marathon oh, yeah. then when I moved here. So that was my first race and I'm still not a big racer. I, I would, if somebody said, let's run 20, 30 miles through the mountains and you know, we're going to do this fun thing. I mean, I would, I would go, I mean, so I've run unofficial, you know, marathons, many, many, many of them, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't like, maybe it's anxiety or the fact of your, you know, the starting that feeling. I never really like that. I do my best. Um, and I feel my best when I'm not under that pressure. So, um, I just oh, yeah. like out, I just like to be out doing things. Um, I would be outside 24 hours a day if I could. So that's just well, kind of, well, we we can close come close to that, and not particularly right yeah. now. And stuff, but that's when people ask me, you know, because I first started coming here in the late 80s, mid 80s, and stuff. And they said, "Well, don't you want to buy a house?" And it was kind of like, "I'm not going to spend much time inside." Hopefully. Yeah. 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 And now, uh, so when you were uh, uh, doing uh, Honolulu Marathon, did you, how long did it take you to figure out, or you were probably fast enough that because there's so many people in Honolulu that you need to go to the front <laughs> to start, yeah. otherwise it takes you 20 minutes? Well, you know, back then, I mean, they gave out the shell lays and that was it. And I, I really don't think, I can't, I don't remember how many people, but it definitely wasn't what it is today. And, um, but yeah, I knew exactly where to go to um to line up to get to the front and now it's like even today i mean well like two years ago they started doing the corral you know and you had to have the certain bib to be even where you were yeah. so um yeah so that was that's changed it changed quickly but um yeah, yeah. anyway it's, it's definitely changed but yeah, I remember, I think there used to be a J.C. Penney's over by Ala Moana that everybody said, get, let's meet over by the Penney's and let's make sure we start from there. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it was kind of configured a little bit differently with like a gas station on the corner. So I used to go just to the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you a, a short, uh, um, funny, I think it's funny story. <laughs> Maybe it isn't, but you know how everybody starts out and there, there used to be the one little kind of empty field where 
empty lot where all the dudes used to go and take care of uh, their bodily fluid requirements. <laughs> and then I saw one person who was in the race, not from, uh, not from Hawaii, but from a different country, who kept trying to open up one of those switching boxes for the traffic lights. Oh, gosh. Because he thought it was a Lua. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Danger. Danger, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about things coming up and everything. But did, it, so Honolulu was your first marathon. Had, were you doing triathlons then, too? Well, that's what I got into. So I was a mountain biker, and I figured, well, I can. I never really wrote, ridden on the road, so I got a road bike. And, oh, wow. Uh, it actually wasn't even a road bike. It was, I lived in Minneapolis for a tiny bit after New Jersey because um, they wanted me to set up an, um, an advertising agency there. So I entered this contest and got this, um, it's like a hybrid bike, what you'd call now. It was a cyclocross bike. So it's kind of got, you know, that road frame with a thicker tire. So I just switched out. I didn't have the money when I first moved here to get that. So I just switched the tires out for racing slicks. And so they told me about this triathlon and I just kept showing up on this funny bike and I would get the, the worst looks like people were like, you're going to race on that. Oh, wow. I mean, people were so rude and I was like, yeah, this is my bike. This is my bike. Anyway. So I realized that, oh, good. I can actually be pretty good at this, you know, this triathlon stuff. So, um, then I got addicted. Then it was like, you know, cause here on Oahu, we had sprint triathlons. I think it was like almost every weekend. Yeah. back then. So, um, yeah, I just, I just started doing tons of triathlons and, you know, meddling and anyway, it was, it would turn into an obsession of, did you of do it? doing did, that. Did more and more. Yeah, I did take up. Yeah. yeah. Ended a couple yeah. times. Um, yeah. anyway, so they were so, that was fun. That was a fun time, but I finally won a bike at one of the triathlons. And my husband had come to me and said, oh, you're, you just won that bike, but I bought you a bike for your birthday. Oh. And so I, I actually got race wheels. They were zip 404s. Um, I traded in the, the new bike that I won at this firecracker triathlon for the race wheels. So within a weekend, I had like a brand new bike with race wheels. And um, I did the Nawahine and uh, did really well. So I was like, you know, now I'm like, you know, you just get fired up. You just need that little bit of encouragement. And then from there, it was, it was really fun. But, uh, yeah, I think yeah, a lot was, of, oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. Um, no, I was just going to say it segued into, you know, we, I didn't have a Garmin or anything back then. It was just, you know, times just being out there. So you don't realize it until you're racing like, okay. Oh, you know, oh, okay. I am kind of fast, I guess. But, um, I think that got to be too much that worrying about times and, mm. you know, equipment and, you know, you'd show up to these training rides and everybody's like all matched up and you got to have the, as years went on, you had to have the latest stuff. I just felt like, and I was always a trail runner. I started trail running when I first got here with the, um, the hash house Harriers. Oh, and, the hashers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even hurt had like a few, um, they had a few different races that they don't have anymore. They, they were renamed, but um, I started uh, trail running more and the feeling of being in the woods, of course, you know, you're, you know, preaching to the choir, but that feeling of not having to worry about equipment or time or pace was just so refreshing. So then I, I just kind of started doing that more. I mean, I still ride, I rode my bike yesterday for 30 something miles, but and I still love to do that, but it just, um, it just took a backseat. That's all. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, my background too, the times that I've done Dick Evans and the uh, Honolulu Century Advertiser, I, I always did it on a mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah. You see lots of mountain bikers, right? Yeah. Uh, and of course I was living in Colorado and I was living in Aspen, which is 7,900 feet. Uh -huh. So I would come down here and it was like, Hills, oh, what are you talking yeah. about? You're like hill. There's no hill. I do, I do have a uh, a twenty five thousand dollars shirt from the Honolulu Advertiser though race wow. because you know going up Diamond Head. Yeah. 
you know, we're all going up there and I, there was a person in front of me who fell down and instead of hitting them, I took my bike over and I landed on my handlebars. Oh no. Which is why you have grips on your handlebars so yeah, that they yeah. don't puncture you. But by the, t by the time I got finished with uh, the surgeries and stuff, I mean, I finished the race and, you know, it took me about two or three weeks to get uh, medical attention, but it was like, uh, it sure wow. probably cost about 30000 Wow. Yeah, that was an expensive shirt. Hey, I don't, I don't think I even have it anywhere. Oh, you should, you should have saved that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's the great thing, like you mentioned earlier when we were talking about coming to Hawaii uh, and being able, we don't, you know, when people talk about, well, it's triathlon season or it's, it's marathon season, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we have all, yeah. It's all year round, which could be, you know, for some people that's a curse because they're constantly out there grinding and training. And, um, you know, you see so many people injured because they're not taking that off season. They don't have skiing to, you know, the ski season. And then they jump back on the trails. It's like, they're constantly using the same muscles, especially if you're road running, right? It's just constant pounding. So, um, I'm a big fan of, of cross training and I've always, um, you know, rode my bike, but I do, I do a lot of yoga too and different strength, strength training exercises. So that's always important. Oh gosh. I was, I was just listening to a uh, podcast, uh, an interview with a lady from New Jersey mm -hmm. who's, uh, uh, she, she's got a yoga, yoga studio there and she is going to come. She was planning to do Ultraman Arizona. And uh, she, I mean, she basically said, yeah, that yoga is really good, you know, if you're a runner, it, you get, it warms up your muscles. Do you do it before or after you do a run? Or No, it's more of an off day thing. It's more of a supplement. Like it's oh. a, you know, 40 to 60 minutes of, um, or I used to, when the, when it was open, I would go to like a pool and do yoga. So it's like a double recovery day. Um, and you use every single kind of, you know, muscle you're going from hot yoga to a cold pool, um, mm. is when I felt my best. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, the, the most painful times I've had in my life probably have been in a yoga pose. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know they have the yin yoga, which I would take sometimes and you do one pose and you have to hold it for like five minutes and you would think that sounds so easy, but get into a, a certain position and have to stay there. You're like sweating just because you can't move. Well, it's like, I see all these people doing their plank challenges and I go, ah, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Those are good though. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I, I understand what you're saying about the triathlon world. Certainly I was the race director or um, aid station director for Ironman for 22 years, 20 years. So uh, it is does kind of become a, a very competitive thing. And it sounds like that kind of maybe kind of turned you off a little bit on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done Honu twice and it was because I fell at a trail race and fractured my femur <laughs> and, um, and I was like starting to recover and I was swimming and doing yoga. And then I was able to start biking, not hills, but I was like, oh, I'll sign up for Honu because I can, I can walk 13 miles. Like 13 miles is no big deal. I'll just walk 13 miles, right? And then, um, but by the time it started coming around, I was healed and I felt really strong. And I was like, well, let's go for it. I've never done a half Ironman before, but that, I mean, it was just Honu weekend this weekend, right? Yeah. So it, I, you know, I rode with a couple people and um, we normally, you know, come to your island to train We'd ride to Waimea one day. The other day, we'd um, Pololu. We'd go to, down past Hubby. Yeah. Um, it, basically, we did the race twice in a weekend uh, before the race, and it was like such a great training weekend. I felt like when I got to the race, that was the fun part. That was like the celebration. So that's through Boca Hawaii. That's who I, I usually train with. But um, they they push you so far that – when you get to the race, you're like, oh, I, I could do this. Oh, I'm, I'm at the turnaround already? This is great. So um, that race is so amazing. I, I just love it. Yeah, I, I remember Howell was over here 
I forget the uh, maybe I saw him two or three years ago when the, you guys were down at uh, uh, Hapuna, you know, and he had the the rental yeah. truck and everything. Yeah, I was probably there. Yeah. Because even the years that I didn't after that, um, when did I get hurt in like 2016 or is that 15? Um, and then I went to the training weekend. I, I would go to the training weekends even if I didn't do Hono. So just because it was such a great, you know, great training weekend, even if I wasn't racing. So. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Boca and how old and those guys. I do all of his, um, well, most of his designs. I used to do all of them, but as the years have gone on, um, he has the Lonnie Kai triathlon. So I'm a graphic designer. That's what I do. And he, I've done, um, you know, all 19 years of his, of his triathlon, the logo for it. So, Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I used to design all his jerseys up until a couple of years ago. Um, but any, any project he has, he, you know, throws it at me. So if he sponsors the Val in Alaska or I've done shirts for a bunch of different events for him. So. Oh man. I, it, it, once again, uh, even at races on this Island, when I meet people and we talk for five minutes yeah. and that's the only, that's the only background I get on people and stuff. It's like, yeah. that's why I want to do these. Yeah. You've been talking a little bit about injuries. Do you want to talk about injuries? Do you want to not talk about injuries? Totally up I to you. I'm actually, I, I make a lot of my friends angry because I don't get injured. And, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm not like, um, I, I just kind of ride the line of, of pushing myself and not grinding and not doing big miles all the time. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is, but I really haven't been injured other than when I've actually fallen and, and a root, you know, I went into a rock and a root and, um, or twisted my ankle. The first time I twisted my ankle was two years ago, really bad. And I've never had a twisted ankle um, and stitches like three times in the past, you know, a couple of years. So, but you know, the more you run on trails, I run on trails maybe five days out of the week. So the more you run on that stuff, your probability of getting hurt is, is pretty high. Um, I've just learned to slow down over this past year. Um, really just I've been really conservative on the downhill more and worked on my uphill even more. So, which I love the uphill anyway, but, um, I'm just, you know, I turned 50 last August and, uh, and I have young children and I just think about, you know, I really can't get injured. I mean, they count on me to keep the household going and, you know, I like to be out there who likes to be sidelined, you know? So me being out there a little bit longer and not going as fast on a downhill is, it seems fine to me. Well, how old are the kids? So I have twin seven-year-olds. And yeah, and I have a 12-year-old boy. Uh, the twins are boy-girl. Oh, okay. At least you have one good child in there, the girl. I, she's, I know. She's the thankful one. She's the one that's like, oh, look at the sunset. Oh, I love you, mommy. Like, she, you can totally tell the difference between a boy and a girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I had at least one girl so I could appreciate the difference, right? I shouldn't say that. The, uh, the boys sometimes do that, but she's consistently, um, you know, notices that stuff. But yeah, um, no, I favor the girls entirely. I, I have no patience for the boys. <laughs> but that's another reason. Yeah, I'm doing the great virtual race across Tennessee, the thousand K. Um, but my kids have been, you know, since this happened, are homeschooled. So, and they're young enough where they can't just sit down a computer and do their work. I have to. I'm really the teacher. I take the teaching the teacher's plans and I have to facilitate the, the lessons every day. So I am, I'm, you know, in front of their computer, um, from eight to about one o'clock or maybe a little later. And then with the household and my projects, and then, you know, of course running is definitely a priority or getting some kind of exercise every day. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's a challenge to juggle all that. Um, it's a fun challenge, you know, so, uh, but I'm still managing to get out there a little bit. I don't have the time to, to run big miles, but that's okay. That's okay for now. Yeah. And that, is it, uh, it's not, it's the Microsoft program that most of the schools are using, right? For when it comes to their We meetings. have Zoom. We do Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think because it's not like, you know, uh, the information that they're, that they're giving across. It isn't like people are going to tap in and hack what they're saying. And, uh, 
they have, you know, they do have passwords and um, they're only on for a little while. So I don't know, maybe it's just not, people are always worried about the Zoom and it being hacked and. Oh, I, I mean, I'm an IT person. I, I mean, that's, that's what I do for a living. And I put yeah. my phone number on my truck. And, yeah. yeah, it's like, <laughs> if, if you really want to believe that if you have a 5G phone that they're listening to you, that's okay. They probably are, <laughs> whoever they are. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> well, it's like, uh, I remember the first time when, uh, do you remember the first time when drones shot, started to appear at races? Um, a little bit. That was a big thing. Like, hey, can you shoot the, you know, drones of our start or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. I remember cool. Kawhi had them. Uh, Kawhi always had one at the start. And then here we started to get them. And then uh, finally they got to the point where uh, I know Iron Man, they have to ban them essentially because everybody would want to fly their drones and get great shots, you know, from up above. Have you ever had the desire to do a full Iron Man? Have you done a full Iron Man distance? I haven't done one, but I always said that I, I want to. I definitely want to eventually. Um, and the Ultraman always sounded appealing to me. I don't know why, but if, if there's a bucket list, maybe maybe that would be it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. You, I think you'd like it and stuff. That my, my speculation right now is that might be our first race that makes an appearance um, but as it turned out, since they just rescheduled Honu again, because it was supposed to be August, and okay. now it's actually going to be November, and it's going to be the weekend before Thanksgiving is when they're going to try and do Honu. I see. Okay. Which I'm lucky enough, you know, I've been running where I run, which is you can kind of see in the background here. Yeah. Uh, I've been seeing a lady with her two dogs, which is great to be able to pet dogs. Uh, and uh, I started talking to her, and it turns out that her husband is actually the uh, general, noon general manager over at the Fairmont. Shout out to you, Charles. And so I kind of told him, well, you got a reprieve because you didn't have, oh, and it was supposed to be yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Saturday. And then, uh, and then it was postponed to August 15th. And then it's, again, it's going into November. And that'll be the week before Ultraman. But I, I still don't know. I mean, do you think Honolulu's going to go off? I don't know. I don't think, I don't think any large race um, is going to happen in a long time. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to be hopeful. But I think trail races will really take off eventually because they're small enough. Maybe you can, you know, stagger people. But something that gets a bunch of people you know, in one place is probably not good. And nobody wants to be the first to, you know, to start and do that um, and something happen, you know? Yeah, I know Shannon was, uh, Shannon Flynn was signed up. She got into uh, Leadville and they canceled all the Leadville series. The only one I haven't heard about yet, which I checked their webpage yesterday, I think, was Kauai Marathon, which is always um, Memorial, uh, Labor Day weekend. Sorry. Have, oh, no worries. Kids, kids, kids are welcome. Kids, dogs. <laughs> Say hi. They're like, I'm hi. <laughs> I'm like texting my, my older son, get them something to eat. <laughs> it's never ending. I feel like, I feel like we make, you know, every, every parent is probably like this, you know, six breakfasts and then they want lunch 17 times and I'm like always in the kitchen but um <laughs> you just gotta roll with it well that that I mean that's it really it's uh, certainly an issue that's come up is the more parents are spending more times with their kids I mean yeah. a lot of people I know have two jobs or had two jobs you know they may be furloughed on one and they were spending less and less time with the kids yeah relying on other people you know in Hawaii we're lucky here because that's the whole thing about Ohana, I think, is we, these are my kids, too. Your kids are my kids. If I saw them out, I'd keep an eye on them. Yeah, yeah. I think I was, I was fortunate to have such a flexible schedule that I drop them off at school and I pick them up. And that's, you know, and I try to, you know, work and work out in between. So um, it is nice to spend more time with them, though, I have to say. Uh, but I've always, you know, we always go on hikes together and... 
we're definitely an active family. So we just get to do more of that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I think you had a sunset shot that you posted a couple of days ago. Maybe. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Bring him on. Bring him on. Kaden, can you get her something, please? Go ahead, go to Kaden. She got all kinds of new groceries. No, that, that's that's perfect. When I finished the, my run on uh, Friday, there were four families with all their little kids running all over the place out on the road. It was perfect. Whoops. Let me stop. So uh, now dealing with you know family life and running life and work and. Do you find that your running has turned into, oh, I don't know if it, even before, was your stress reduction to begin with? Yeah, I think it always was. I mean, before kids, I think it was more, um, you know, to have a break from a full-time day of work. And now it's just, you know, transferred. Um, and yeah, I feel like maybe I even need it more so because um, just with everything that's going on in the world, right? It's just a... A time where things just seem quiet and normal and you can control your breathing and you, you like you have the control when you're on I, I call it on the trail because that's when I feel most calm but um, I think that's what it is I think the trail running really gives you you can be in, in control of your own situation where and you know in life you gotta you know kind of juggle everything and there you just have to worry about yourself right well, it's and like on a long run am i hungry am i tired do i have to speed up or slow down or take a drink you know what i mean well just, it's, just, it's like we talk about a yoga practice and i think it's the same thing about running it's a running practice mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. when it comes to nutrition you 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 spoke briefly about eating and of course drinking of course you know i'm known for drinking this yeah but. <laughs> I've been offered that. I did a, um, a, a trail marathon in California and they give you um, a shot of fireball. It's like, it's a little bit over a marathon. So at the marathon distance, they give you the shot of fireball and that lasts. Be careful with that knife, please. I'm trying to cut cheese. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, God. The last, uh, the last mile is just, I mean, it, it's like, that's powerful there for sure. You definitely found something. Well, we do have a fireball mile, which is always the week before our Ironman. Oh, yeah? Okay. I started doing it for a friend of mine, Mike Rouse. Uh, Mike right now, speaking of long distance running, Mike is doing 31 days of 31 miles. So he's running a 50K every day for 31 days. Wow. And Mike always comes the week before Ironman and runs his age. And he's 67 now, maybe 68. Wow. And so he'll run on a litty drive. And as, as his last mile, we'll do a fireball mile where it's a shot of fireball. And every quarter, uh, every quarter mile is a shot of fireball, too. Wow. You're invited. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fun. What do you... Uh, do you need help? Okay. Clark's got it. What do you do for nutrition, speaking of food? Um, I'm not, you know, I don't have any one thing that I go to. I started, um, last year I did uh, a challenge for my, for my 50th birthday. I did the Squamish 50-50. It was, you know, a 50 mile on one day and a 50K on the next day. I've heard of that, and yeah. I trained kind of all year for that. And, um, and spring energy for some reason really really helped me yeah it oh, was yeah, like a full, full um power you know what i mean like i just felt so good and i think because it's real food i mean yeah, that, and this, it's portable. you know i like to take real food with me but the speed nut is crazy good yeah oh the speed nut is really really good in fact, that's what I used exclusively on uh, Friday when I did a, a 50K. Uh, that's all I had is spring energy and, of course, tailwind, since I, tailwind is nice enough to send me stuff. Yeah. Do you eat real food uh, if you're going to do a run? Like yeah. 
rice balls or um or even like a sandwich, you know, bring a sandwich or uh, I'm trying to think of what else I like. Um, M&M's? I've brought peanut M&M's on occasion. Like if something really, if it's something really long, I like to bring something where I'm excited about it. It's in my pack, right? But um, I would be like, I wouldn't be the one to talk about nutrition because it's whatever. I mean, I have a pretty good solid stomach, so I can eat almost anything. Well, you know, it, it is funny that most of the people that I've talked to and interviewed, that's pretty much what all of them say. They get used to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're lucky. Yep, we are. Of course, now one of the worst uh, races that I ever participated in was uh, Eddie O from the Big Island here, a radio guy and an announcer and a friend of mine. He did a pizza mile or a pizza 5K. Oh and it was a Plus slice life. of slice of pizza and to start out with and then uh every mile you had to do another slice of pizza wow it was horrible yeah i can imagine that wouldn't sit very well <laughs> plus you couldn't run with the pizza you had to stand there and oh no oh that's bad yeah, our good, our good friend, I still remember our good friend, Bree, as she was choking down a slice of pizza. It's like, I didn't realize she could eat so fast. <laughs> so how many times, you've done Hurt how many times? The Hurt 100 race. I've only done it once, and I got to 80 miles this past year. Um, yeah, I've been involved with Hurt for many years, and um, um, have been a pacer. For multiple loops, um, I volunteer usually at the Pirates Aid Station. Mm -hmm. um, it's basically a whole weekend of of hurt, so I usually don't sleep either. I bring a, I bring um, a mattress in the back of my car, but uh, yeah, it's it's really you know that's what the hurt Ohana does. There's people that are there all weekend. They they don't sleep. Many people. Um, but it's so great to have that in our own backyard. And the runners that come internationally know that Hurt is different. You know, the, the, the crowd, um, the volunteers, the food. I mean, everything that goes into Hurt is um, really heart and soul. So, I mean, it's amazing to be a part of that. So, yeah, although I have not done it, um, you know, I've done it, attempted it once. Um, it was when I, I fell one year, like the, the injury that I was talking about, um, where I fractured my femur, um, I was kind of rolling through that year and it was going to be my year to, to get into hurt. I got into the lottery and um, that's when I got hurt. So I had to, to cancel out of it. So after that, I kind of reassessed and got really healthy again and strong. And it was just this year for my 50th birthday when I was doing the 50-50 for Squamish that I already had accumulated all these miles that um, I thought, you know, why not? It's been good up until August. Why not just keep rolling with the miles? And um, last year I ran 2,700 miles. And, you know, it's, it's my miles were in the mountains mostly. They're not like easy. I live in a very flat part of the island. I could have just, you know, run there, but I really, I really trained hard for it. And, you know, in, in a hundred mile race, especially on the hurt course, lots of things happen that you can't predict. So for my first hundred miler, you know, you go back and forth of being sad, happy. I mean, I've done that 84 miles in one weekend. So I figured, well, I just, can't sleep. I don't, you know, this for hurt, I just won't sleep. And then I have to do just 16 more miles, right? In your head, you think I have the stamina, like I can, I can do a hundred miles. But when you get into the situation and the day and everything that lines up, you know, it just, sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, uh, it was a disappointment, but there's also many good things that happen because of it. So yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody, I think, approaches a race, you know, similar to you. It's like, do the training, do the preparation, but start line is start line, and race 
race is the race and things can happen. And the hurt course has gotten, um, to the best of my knowledge and from input that I've gotten from people, it's gotten worse and worse and worse every year because years ago, like when, uh, Louis Escobar, who's a friend of mine, he did it. He won it the first year. The roots were filled in more. Mm-hmm. And talking with Gary Robbins this this last year and stuff, he he kind of agreed that when he set the course record, it was an easier course. Yeah, I think yeah, I've seen it. Just um, you know, since I moved here, the um, you know all the erosion and all the water, of course, that comes down from the mountain just takes all that sand and sediment and tumbles it down the hill, and the roots still remain. So. Um, and then there's, you know, pigs, so they knock more rocks into the trail, so it becomes a little bit more treacherous. But, uh, um, yeah, I try not to blame it on the course conditions. I mean, the course, con- the course, I run it, like, when it's knee-deep in mud. I've run it when it's dry. And I do that because I go out no matter what, because you never know what race day is going to be like, right? So I try not to blame, you know, that's one of my pet peeves, like, oh, I – did okay um, or I didn't do well because it was raining or because it was slippery or you know that's just kind of what it is on that day but um but yeah you just got to piece together a perfect race and for unfortunately for me it was just going too slow after I had some really bad I'm not a cramper I've never cramped and I just had these shooting pains going up my leg that I had to just run when I could and then the spasm would come and I, you know, just tried to make my way along. And by the time I started feeling better through the night, um, I knew I was going to miss the cutoff, you know, to be able to go on my fifth loop. So some people say that's harder than finishing. I mean, I don't agree with that, but to go from 60 to 80 and knowing that you're not going to be a hurt 100 finisher, Mm -hmm. um, was definitely hard. There's a lot of tears and I know, and that's when I just started feeling better. Like my, I had done the work, like my legs were not sore. I could move and I was just getting back my momentum after that crazy cramping. And I started just eating and drinking different things and it was coming back. So to feel like really good and fired up and know that you're not going to be a finisher, um, you know, just getting to the 80 miles, you know, with the help of my pacer, um, just getting there at least uh, was a good was a, a good accomplishment. So, yeah, I mean, um, I had a similar in a lesser degree, but uh, speaking of Honu, uh, I did it in 2018, and same thing. Oh, it's only 13.1 miles. Oh, I cramped for 15.1 of those 13. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll put a I'll put a plug in now for Tailwind. I really haven't had too many issues since uh, starting to. Exclusively, it was tailwind. So, yeah. yeah were you were you taking like trying to take pickle juice or anything like that to deal with the cramps or? Yeah, I mean, I just started, you know, loading up on on different salt things. But I I'm not I'm not a cramper, so I didn't have like stuff in my pack that I would be like, oh, I better take some more salt pills or, um, oh, this happened before. I know what I did. I mean, it was debilitating, and now I know what people say when they're it was just this muscle spasm that I could not move my legs and I was still moving forward. It wasn't like I'm going to give up. I mean, I just was moving forward. And then when it would subside, I would just run and try to get through it. And then at the aid station, shovel down food. But, um, it just took a while to, to bring that back, you know? So it was a learning experience. Yeah, it's definitely a learning experience. Um, it was, that it's not always going to be bad. You're going to get out of it eventually. But the problem with her is that there's so little room for error. People finish on the back half of the course, you know, like the back going towards the 36 hours that really any hiccup in the road, you really, I mean, you've got to work through it quick because, um, you're not going to have time to pull it around. I mean, the, the course is hard, so it's not like you can be, okay, now I'm going to break into a run that I don't have my, my cramps anymore. You just don't, you know, you just can't do it. What do you use so, for, uh, uh, have you done much night running and stuff? And what do you use for lights? What kind of lights do you have? I have this, um, well, this Petzl headlamp. 
and uh, I have what is the brand like one three sixty or something? It's a it's oh, a yeah one eighty one yes I got I got three of those belts. They're great. Yeah, the belt with the top of the line Petzl was like everything was lit up, and you know after two loops in the dark, you're like you start to see. Um, you get tunnel vision, you know what I mean? Cause I've, I've done night loops where I get out of it and it's like my head's hurting and I'm like, how am I going to do two loops in the dark? But, um, I think with all that light, it was nothing that I even had to worry about. Um, the night was, was easier moving slower anyway, and I could see everything. So, um, and it almost made it feel like day, you know, I didn't have any of those sleepy, sleepy time as long as I kept eating. Um, my body felt, oh, okay, I should stay up. I'm eating. So um, all the things that I thought were going to happen didn't. And all the <laughs> things that I didn't think were going to happen did. So No, no hallucinations? Yeah. No. And you know what? I was so afraid of that because when I'm running on the trail anyway, I think like a stump is a person. I'm just like that anyway. Like I have a creative brain, so I make shapes out of things. So I was so freaked out that I was going to see things on the trail. And... I didn't, yeah, sure. I didn't have any of that. Well, if you, and if you've done, well, Squamish is too short. You probably weren't running at night in either of the- It was dark. It, yeah, you have to have a headlamp at the very end because um, it, it was dark for the 50 miler. Oh, okay, because on the mainland, yeah. there's, there's things like every little twig turns into a snake. Yeah, yeah. Here we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. The Squamish 50 was like, a, you know, two, two hurt loops. It's, it's got a- you know, a ton of elevation. Um, so you can't go through that very fast either. But um, I guess it was like 15 hours that I finished. But I was also kind of going a little bit conservative because I knew I had the 50k the next day, you kind of repeat the same course, except you don't have any of the flat parts on the 50k. But, a good thing um, they don't do it the other way, though, 50k and then 50 miler. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit better on the mind. Like, okay, I've done the big day. And now you're right. What, what kind of shoes do you run in? I have La Sportiva Helios, which unfortunately are being discontinued. So I have them stockpiled for a little while here. But um, La Sportiva, people um, say they're a little bit narrow, but they're great for my feet. Um, and they're very minimal. I like to feel the rocks and the roots through my shoe. Um, but the, grip, the, um, the bottoms are like a Vibram sticky bottom. Yeah. Um, they kind of, you know, partnered up with them. And it's kind of like, it's this pattern that I haven't seen anywhere else. Um, it's kind of like a reverse V, you know what I mean? The V's are going one way and then they reverse. And then with the, with the sticky bottom, um, I've just, I mean, I've had them for eight years. The, they've gone in and out of different model names, but uh, I don't know what I'm going to do when I can't find them. I've been trying the Hoka Speed Goats, but it's not minimal enough for me. I, I can't feel the trail. And um I don't feel as confident in those. So I'm still searching around. You got, yep. I got a pair of those. You know what? They were really good in um, like California that they have, you know, the hard packed kind of, I mean, it's a little technical, but it's just different from our trails and, and you feel like so cushy and they're actually great to run in there. But with the slick rocks and the roots, I don't know why I just feel better where I can kind of, you know, feel what I'm doing. Yeah, these, uh, I got these sent to me. I'm lucky enough to know people who can do stuff like that. And these are the first, I mean, I wore the original Hoka, the uh, Clifton when it first came out, love those. And yeah. then these are the wide version of the, the four. So okay. they actually fit me because I'm, I'm running ultras pretty much ultras or Luna sandals. So yeah. I'm kind of used to that. But I, I understand what you're saying, though. I, I'm amazed at my friends who, when I ask them, so how do you run down these trails that are, you know, really rocky or rooty and stuff? Where, where are you actually looking? And a lot of them will say, no, I'm not looking down. My feet will, will feel. I'll feel my feet. <laughs> well, I'm definitely looking down, but oh my gosh. Yeah, it's um, sometimes treacherous, but... Um, I think you do it enough and you just, you just learn how to do it. Well, you have no other choice, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't feel with my feet mostly, so I have to look with my eyes and people always, <laughs> they'll get on my case and they'll say, Uncle Joe, how come you're always looking down? You're always looking down. It's because I don't want to fall. <laughs> Good for you. So uh, uh, what about packs? Do you use Ultimate Direction, Solomon Pack? Do you have a, a vest? I had an um, Ultimate Direction I like, but I, I got a Nathan, um, and forgive me, I don't even remember because I've had it for a year and a half now, um, but it's a neat Nathan um, Oh, it just fits. It's the woman. It's the it's the women's cut, so it's almost like it's not even there. I'll never get another one for me because it's got enough for the um, the bladder in the back. You can put two bottles if you'd like. Yeah. Um, it's really long runs. I have the water in the back, and I have a concentrated bottle, um, usually of scratch or um, sometimes tailwind. Um, again, I'm not really, you know stuck on a certain brand but and then enough room for all my food so yeah. it just feels it doesn't bounce it it just feels you know part of me so i'm glad to see that uh, the manufacturers have finally realized that not everything needs to be uh, um, a man's cut yeah because you know i know it's been an issue for a lot of years you know for women yeah only because you know you pull those straps closed and it, they only go certain you know um so far and then it still feels like it's moving around and I tried a bunch and you know you get the chafing spots and of things moving around so now it's yeah I don't have that and um, so have you noticed uh, you know I'm not gonna put you on the spot but I don't know I I avoid where I run now on Saturdays because it's so busy they have mm -hmm. a farmers market up there and there's just Tons of people up there. I think it's great that people are getting out, walking their dogs, being active and everything. But uh, I'm old enough to be able to, I guess, to say, get off of my lawn kind yeah. of thing. How, <laughs> the, how, how have the trails been, you know, in Oahu and stuff? More crowded? Well, yeah, the, um, the lower hurt course has been just, um, I ran close to there today and I saw the cars down at the bottom there and it's, it's just crazy. I mean, it's more than, um, I, I, it's more than doubled. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people on Saturdays, but it just seems like people are flocking to certain trails because then you go just a little bit, you know, east or west and you maybe see four people. So, I mean, I've just been, exploring when I first moved to Oahu I got the hiker's guide to Oahu oh. I don't know if you read that, read that um yeah. last time a ball he um so I would just go through there and you know check off check off the trails just to get to know them so I've actually been going and doing a lot of the ones that I haven't done in a while and I was a hiker back then you know slash mountain biker so being able to run and seeing if I can run on those has been really cool so that's kind of been my latest obsession, just going out for, you know, maybe five to eight miles and just seeing a new place. And it's almost like I feel like I'm on vacation, even on the same island. So that's been my, um, it's of course my, my escape, but I love to have, I know I say advent, I have a bracelet that says adventure every day, just because I just like to go out and see something new or notice something new or, and it doesn't have to be long, you know, running miles, I would say I'm, I'm you know, running kind of, kind of comes at the bottom part of it. It's more of the adventure and the feeling and nature and friends and of course fitness, but the actual running maybe is, is secondary. I mean, that's a, that's a bonus that you get better at running because you love being out there. So that's my, that's what drives me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally understand because back in the day when I was in my 20s, uh, you know, it was hiking and then we got minimal camping equipment to have a bivy bag with you to hike. And so you could go farther and get yeah. to new places. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the uh, uh, the process that you got there, but it was the journey and the discovery part, which was the fascination. Yeah, yeah. 
And now uh, I, I was listening again as I was out on a, a run and stuff, listening to another podcast and they, somebody had mentioned, well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, New Year's Day, New Year's Week at the gym where everybody has had maybe too much to eat over the holidays and now they all sign up for the gym and they're all yeah. out there like for yeah. a couple of weeks and then slowly but surely yeah. they stop showing up. I know. I feel so bad. I'm like, we want our trails back. <laughs> want our trails back. But you know, on the other hand, it's like, that's so great that people are getting healthy and realize that we have these beautiful, this beautiful land, you know? Um, but yeah, on the other hand, you're like, I just want my old, you know, my old places back again. Well, I think if the uh, people are smart, which I'm not saying they are or, or not, but this is an opportunity, I think, to build an even bigger asset economically for a lot of areas. This is something that we have that we can, it's a business. I mean, you know, bottom line, when it comes down to it in a lot of areas, this yeah. is something that can be promoted to bring back our economy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a, there was somebody, they were talking about the Arizona trail where uh, they had some issues down there and, and People don't realize, maybe they do realize, but uh, recreation and sports and running, it's billion dollars. It's billion dollars of, of, of our economy. You know, it's kind of snuck up on us, but yeah. there it is. Yeah, look at the bike boom. They say now they're selling more bikes than ever. I mean, um, I see in my neighborhood, I live in Lonnie Kai, so we have this great, um, you know, bike loop, dedicated bike path. And, uh, it's great to see families. I mean, kids that didn't know how to ride a bike are now riding bikes. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I saw how was bringing in a bunch of bikes into the store and stuff. And he was, you know, they were gone almost immediately. Yeah. As he said, he's doing really well with bikes. That's good. Good for him. And Lonnie Kai famous for its sun sunrises. Yep. Sunrises. Yeah. Yeah, I, still, I still remember that, you know, it's like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, so uh, when it comes to recovery, you know, do you, uh, do you, well, honestly, you probably don't have time to recover because you're back in the house and you're cooking dinner or lunch. Yeah. Or yeah. I always envied the people that got in for their long run and could have a, a shower and a nap. <laughs> I'm like, my day has just begun. You know, I do a lot of active recovery. Like, the kids are waiting for me to go out to the, um, we're going to go out and paddleboard. Um, but it's paddleboarding and hiking with them. So, you know, walking, riding cruiser bike. Um, it's a lot of active recovery and getting a lot of sleep. Honestly. I mean, my kids are great sleepers, so I'm able to, um, to get some really good sleep and, uh, I have no problem with eating lots of eating. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm calling it the COVID-19. I, I was going to say, yeah, the clothes are fitting a little bit tighter, but, um, I feel great when I'm running. So I guess it's, I guess it's a good thing. Well, I think it's, a, I, I think it really is important as far as sleep. And I was, I was a little surprised. I mean, it's great to be outside, but like when I talked to Dr. Laura Ankrum, um, she mentioned that, uh, people in Hawaii are can be very vitamin D deficient. Yeah. Which I guess we can attribute it to our good use of sunscreen. Yeah, maybe. But that's, yeah, it's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah, I would think if there's one thing that we have an, uh, an abundant supply of. Yeah, <laughs> vitamin D. So if you were gonna, if you were gonna, if you had, uh, you've, you've mentioned Iron Man, but if you would have one race that you could do where it didn't matter money time location or anything is there any you know like western states boston marathon anything like that that you would think about it would probably be some kind of trail race you know in switzerland or um i've been traveling and trying to hit the 50 states um i have a friend that i meet and we'll do um 50k usually 50k's 50 milers and we um you know, just kind of explore when we do that, you know, she moved, she moved from Hawaii back to Virginia. And so we meet up and, and do a race. So I think it would, I don't really have anything in mind, 
but I want to, I want to keep doing that. Just keep exploring and, um, but yeah, I don't know why Switzerland came to my mind, but, um, yeah, I never thought of Gustavo. Yeah. 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 You can so, do in two weeks. You can do comrades. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I signed up for the half comrades. And you did that? Yeah. It's, it's, 45k so it's yeah. a little bit more in the marathon not a 50k and stuff but that's in two weeks i figured that'll be recovery for the 100k that hopefully we're going to be doing next weekend yes. yeah yeah good luck to you guys oh hey you um, i'll get to t i'll get to test the lights out i haven't had the lights out in a while oh yeah that's so as i know you're i know you're busy i know you got to get the kids to the beach and get get them active and out there so is there anything that, any kind of advice as a person who is a cross trainer, yoga, runner, vertical person, is there anything you, you advice that you can give the people now? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm just all in for enjoying the trails. That's my favorite thing. And if you're starting out running trails, um, yeah, just be kind to yourself. Don't look at your pace. Um, just have fun. Um, and yeah, you always know when a person goes on the trail and they just absolutely fall in love with it, right? That they're just, they, it's almost like, I wish I'd been doing this all my life kind of thing, right? Um, but yeah, for me, it's just whatever I'm doing, just to have fun and make the most of it. I think that I think that's perfect, uh, perfect way to end and stuff here. So, thank you, Melanie, for your time. Thank you and so much for asking me. See if we can do. I uh, hope, yeah, I hope to see you on Oahu soon. This bump there, yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> Mahalo to uh, uh, Melanie Decker Kale for the time. I think that was a very good slice of um, our family lives now for some people, certainly. Uh, busy with uh, trying to work, trying to stay active, and raise three kids—three very active kids. And good to see them. Good to see that the whole family is active. And again, thanks, thanks to Melanie for her time today. And uh, also, I need to still put in a plug for Tailwind, Tailwind Nutrition. Hopefully, there'll be some more um, announcements from Tailwind about stuff that they're doing for the community. And uh, they have actually helped out here in Hawaii for uh, uh, some people that I have at uh, a health facility. So it's great that they can help out. And as usual, you can subscribe to the uh, broadcast uh, either on YouTube, Stitcher, uh, here uh, on iTunes, I iTunes, not YouTubes. Uh, also on YouTube, you can also subscribe. But again, thanks for uh, your input and everything. I appreciate the comments. I appreciate uh, doing reviews on iTunes. That helps us a whole bunch. And you can always visit the site. Our website is at hawaiiultra.com. And uh, I, the only thing I can say is that I hope everybody is having a good time out, staying active, staying healthy, and staying responsible. Aloha. Aloha.